Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. I'm out uh, speaking at conferences again. Finally, with the end of the pandemic, I'm speaking at conferences. I was at Indiana MGMA recently, and I want to share with you a slide from a discussion we had there about how to make sure payers are paying you appropriately and according to your contract. So you get all this trouble to negotiate a contract to make sure that you know, you're getting reimbursed for the services you provide and all those good things. And then once you've got the contract, the great question is, so am I being paid according to contract? And one of the tricks is it can be hard to do that in some practice management systems, especially if you don't have a friendly, efficient way to enter into the system your contracted amount. So you know what you ought to be paid for 99213 or whatever. Today's big idea is a way you might think about whether or not I'm getting paid according to contract, even if I don't have my contracts loaded in my system. And so the screen capture that comes with this podcast shows a slide from the presentation. And it's a group that said, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to grab all of the allowed amounts out of our system. We're going to data mine for that. And so we're going to get the charge and the allowed amount. And then we're going to look at the CPT code and the modifiers because the modifiers may affect your allowed amount, right? Depending on, you know, what modifiers you have there, uh, you know, 26 or 59 or whatever it is that might change your... Uh, reimbursement. So we're going to get that. And then we're going to get date of service so that we can say, well, this, you know, for spanning multiple years, the contract was in effect through 2020, but it changed in 2021, something like that. And then we're going to look at who the provider is and the location, some of those kind of things to see how that might change reimbursement. And then what we do is once we've got all that, the allowed amount with those, you know, other columns or variables to analyze with, what we're going to do is throw it into a table in Excel, not necessarily a pivot table, but just a table. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to sort the allowed amount low to high to say, where did I get paid under contract? Even if I don't know what my contract is, I can look for a consistent amount and say, hey, I had to be paid $449.54 for this procedure, just because that's the most common amount that was allowed for Blue Cross or Anthem or whoever it is. So you take this table in Excel, you dump all this data in, and then you drop a couple filters in there and say, all right, I only want to look at this pair. And maybe I only want to look at this specific plan in this pair because they've got, this is uh, a Medicare Advantage plan. This is their traditional plan for the Blues or something like that. Or maybe the Blues has some other uh, government plan, you know, uh, Medicare, Medicaid or whatever, and you, you separate those out. So, all right, I'm only going to look at commercial Blue Cross and I'm only going to look at the CPT code. And, I, you know, I'm going to get a sense for my major CPT codes. And then I'm going to look at the allowed amounts and just try to get a sense for, again, what's the common number? And if it's that 440 number or whatever, then you can look for amounts less than that. And now I've got, you know, maybe it's uh, a ticket or an encounter number or a patient in a data service or some way to identify that. And I can use this table simply by filtering to a plan and a CPT code and maybe some modifiers to paint on the code. I can look at the allowed amount and get a sense for where am I underpaid. And those are the ones I want to appeal and say, hey, why wasn't I paid according to contract? And if you see some that are uh, underpaid, you might go back and say, all right, is this a multiple procedure discount issue or is this just plain they paid it wrong issue? And if you've got that level of data and to figure it out, you can at least get a sense for what you ought to be paid and are you being paid consistently without loading your contracts in the system. So you can roll that. The other thing you might think about is how do I get an allowed amount out of my system if the practice management system doesn't store it? And there are a bunch that aren't going to help you there either. And so what I might do there is say, all right, I'm going to take the charge and I'm going to subtract all the adjustments. 
And then if you can, maybe you filter out some adjustments that aren't contractually required. Bad debt, for example. And if, if you can get to that level of data and filter out non-required adjustments and only get required adjustments, then I can take charges minus these contractually mandated adjustments and I can get something close to an allowed amount. And again, I can do some kind of 30,000 foot level sanity check to see, am I being paid according to contract? If the adjustment thing doesn't work and the allowed thing doesn't work, one last thought is, worst case, I can look at the total payments against a CPT code. Now, I, you've got to age this thing so that claims have time to adjudicate and uh, payer process them and you can see what happens. Particularly if you go the payments route and you got to wait for the primary to pay and the secondary to pay and the patient to pay or whatever, you, you might wait five, six months before you do this analysis. So, you know, in summer 2021, you may look at the data from 2020 and give all that year time to process and adjudicate. But you, you can at least look at those payment amounts and get a sense for consistency. Problem with payments is obviously some payments, you know, some patients aren't going to make their co-payments or their patient balance payments or so, those kind of things. The further you get from the allowed amount, the more noise you introduce into your data. But at least can I get a sense? Can I get a table that shows me where I can filter by payer and filter by CPT code and maybe by modifier? What is the consistency level around my payments. And by playing with this a bit, you may say, well, you know what? For all its warts, Medicare is consistently paying me. I'm not going to spend time working on that. But this local plan, I'm worried about this local plan that is not paying me consistently. There's no rhyme or reason to it. I've got here a dozen claims or a hundred claims or whatever it is that are being paid under the average. No explanation, no idea why. These are the ones I want to follow up on. These are the ones I want to appeal. In a perfect world, you'd put all your contracts into your practice management system. In an even more perfect world, the practice management would know enough about modifier utilization and multiple procedure discounts and all the other games that go into pain and be able to identify exceptions for you. But until we hit to that perfect world, especially if you're nowhere near that perfect world, this is an approach that might work for you. Grab all your data, focus on the allowed amount. If you can get it, great. If you can't, try to calculate it either based on adjustments or worst case on payments and look for inconsistencies. And that's the first place I'd look when I tried to make sure I was being paid appropriately. I hope these Big Ideas podcasts are helpful for you. Thanks for joining me today.